Christopher Johnson handles absolutely everything in Hard Look, and he's managed to squeeze in some time for the antidote. Thanks for coming, Christopher. Thank you for having me. You know, I'd like to hear about the roots of Hard Look. How did it all begin? Hard Look began as a, a way to, to create dark, heavy music, but with a Christian lyric base and a Christian intent. So the beginning of it was just me recording myself in um, my bedroom with the various instruments and just putting it all together and getting it out with the intent of people who are into very heavy, dark music, picking it up and being able to have that music that they enjoy, but to be able to hear Christian lyrics and to be able to, to get the gospel that way. Well, here's what I'm curious about. Why have Hard Look as a one-man band? I mean, like, what is this? You, you don't play well with others? Um, one, there is one issue, and it's finding people who are devout Christians that play this type of music. It's, it's actually pretty difficult. A lot of people that are into this type of music are not Christian, and that is something that I would absolutely need. So Hard Look going forward is going to be looking for members, uh, at least for um, doing live shows at the very least, if not to have them on as, as full contributing members. But for now, it's, it's just myself. Hard Look. You're playing on the word hard luck, and your intent actually with the name is? Actually, it, my, my initial intent wasn't a play on hard luck. It's, it's interesting you said that. It was actually uh, the idea of having to take a hard look at the truth, and, and the truth being Jesus Christ, or taking a hard look at what's to come, like end times prophecy. It's more of like taking a hard look into, into that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. You know, I really think you could be the busiest artist I've ever met. This year, Hard Look has released two EPs and three singles, all between July and October. I mean, that's nuts. Where did you find the time? Uh, I was was just very driven and dedicated to get this going, get this off the ground. I'd been a musician for a long time, and I I had just been figuring out um, the recording and production side of it. So it, it was something that I would do whenever I wasn't working, basically just any and all free time um, I had just that was dedicated to sitting down recording and, and just doing it as full and hard as I can. And all this music has just been bottled up inside of you? Basically, yeah, I've, I've been a musician for over 15 years and I've been practicing very often for a long time and I would hear what I was doing and I would just be like, man, I wish somebody could hear this. And that was a driving force. And I had so many riffs that I would just like to practice and they're all original. And I just decided it's time to record this stuff. Well, the first hard look song I got into was the single through the storm. It talks about keeping focused on Christ. If anything could distract you, what would it be? Um, I mean, we can be distracted by anything. It's, it's temptation. It's the temptation of sin that's all around us at all times. And that song is really just a reminder to, to focus on, on the truth and what's real, and that's Jesus Christ, and not to fall into temptation and sin that's all around us. Even though it's going to come at you, it's going to come at you hard. The song is kind of a, a rallying point to keep focused on Christ. Would you say that you're doing hard look as an evangelical tool? Most definitely. The, the, the main purpose of the band is not to 
necessarily showcase my musical abilities. It is using those musical abilities to bring the gospel and to bring the word in through the lyrics to reach people that probably wouldn't get a chance to be exposed to the gospel in any other way, trying to meet them on their level, so to speak. But then how do you attract the non-Christian listener to your music? The non-Christian listener would only be attracted to this band, in my opinion, by the sound, because the sound is, it fits well in the genres of metalcore, deathcore, death metal, these really brutal kind of hard types of music that don't typically have Christian lyrics. So if someone wasn't a Christian, they could still enjoy it for its musical qualities. The only reason I could imagine they wouldn't enjoy it is if they had something against Christianity or something like that. Which does happen. Most definitely. Hard Look is full of aggressive Christianity. Songs like Holy Militancy, We Will March Through the Hordes of Evil with the Sword Held Up High, With Holy Militancy We Fight Willing to Die. Statements like that can even make Christians uncomfortable. How do non-believers react? Right, yeah. I mean, the non-believer is supposed to be able to see this as something that's strong or tough in a way to kind of present Jesus as stronger instead of like a, a weak kind of passive figure, or it's trying to, you know, build strength around the gospel instead of thinking of it more of like a, a rule book or something. It's meant to just give strength to it, to give that appeal to people who, who might not already be on board with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you really think that there is a place for aggressive Christianity? Yeah, I do believe that there is a place for aggressive Christianity because there are, there are a group of people out there that, you know, it's going to appeal to them. A non-aggressive Christianity might not appeal to some people. And, and I know people like that. So I really wanted to use Hard Look as a way to reach that very niche type of people that are looking for something that's a little more aggressive, but also something that's doctrinally sound. I get it. You know, I've been curious about Quarantine from the Great Tribulation EP. Were you in lockdown when that song was written? Yes, I'm glad you asked. I actually was in quarantine writing the song Quarantine. (laughs) So I was in the quarantine for health reasons, but I was also writing that song from a place of feeling like, I mean, as an introverted person, I felt very quarantined in my own head, and I just decided to, to, to write that song about it. So it was pretty fitting, the, the isolation physically, and then also you know, bringing up feelings of mental isolation definitely fueled the writing process for the song Quarantine. How does an introvert get into doing music like this? The two don't seem to go hand in hand at all. You're right. They, they don't seem to. I guess it's like an outlet. It's the one thing where I can step out of my shell. And I mean, I understand that I don't fit in, but with this music, there is a place I fit in and it's in that music scene. And there, there is a great community of people who are in the heavy Christian music these days. And it's given me a place to where I could open up a bit more and not be so introverted. Something I'm working on. Well, what about the hard music scene in Christianity? Do you think it's expanding? Um, in the mainstream sense, it seems like it might be falling away, but I'm seeing so many of these underground Christian bands doing heavy, heavy music, and it seems to be quite a bit of them popping up. 
so it just depends on where you're looking at it. If you're looking kind of for more of like a, a mainstream label heavy Christian band, those bands seem to be kind of falling away or maybe staying about stagnant. But with underground artists coming up in the scene right now, there's, there seems to be quite a bit of them popping up from what I could see. But that's always the issue, I guess, for any artist is how do you take yourself from the underground into the foreground? Yeah, uh, that's a challenge that all music artists face is how to get that reach and, and how to become uh, more mainstream or to get out of the underground in some way. It's definitely a challenge, uh, but it's it's something for me personally in hard look that I've just been trying to figure out for myself, trying different things to get to get the name out there, to get exposure and stuff like that. It's all just a continual learning process. Nobody's been doing public shows for the last while because of COVID. But what about live shows? Where do you play? Um, right now, there's, there have been no live shows under Hard Look. And uh, starting next year, there's going to be some videos that, that I'm going to be recording of playthrough performances where you can watch me perform the songs on the instruments and vocally and stuff like that for the YouTube channel. But as far as actually playing shows, that is something that I definitely want to do. And it's something that will be done in the future. And I will have to... Uh, find a live band that would be willing to play the songs and knock out uh, a couple tours being an introvert isn't that going to be a stretch for you somewhat this isn't my first band i was in bands before and i would be pretty kind of shy and, and introverted but once i grabbed the mic and it was time to hit the stage it was it was a way that i could really break out of being an introvert and just come out of my show a total release I want to get back into the song Quarantine. Part of the lyrics say, Locked myself into my own self again. Blocked out the world, and no one's getting in. Can't seem to find myself trusting again in this world. Well, maybe you should lay it out for us. What's not to trust? Well, I would say probably people uh, is, is a big one. Uh, there's always going to be you know people in your life that do you wrong and do things that make you distrust them. That's one thing. And then there's also... Uh, frankly, we're in a culture of media that likes to push disinformation and lies from different sides. It doesn't matter what side, but people are being fed uh, lies from people. They're being fed lies from the media, and it seems to be ever surrounding. And why should they trust you? They shouldn't trust me. They should trust in the Lord. <laughs> Perfect answer. Something I like about Hard Look is your blend of styles. You've already touched on this a little bit. You know, it's metalcore, it's industrial, thrash, even groove metal. You've really got a bit of everything. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of musical in influences. Uh, I listen to a lot of electronic music and lots of like chill, more melodic, more rock music, but then also really hard, brutal, aggressive stuff. So I like to play in those different styles as I practice. And as you do that, it just kind of becomes part of your sound. So with Hard Look, there's a little bit of all those influences that I love just kind of packed into one. And it, it seems to flow pretty well with those styles within, within the metal. There's one key really interesting thing about Hard Look. It's how often you use voice samples, like in Demonic Possession. You enjoy the dramatic effect? Yeah, that one was a, a lot of fun to record and to use those voice samples in that way. 
I think that they can add something to a song. I know that I've heard other artists do this and it's not an original idea by any means, but when other artists have done it, those parts were always very captivating to me. The vocal sample would have something to do with the theme of the song and it, you would just kind of be like, aha, that's neat. It was just something that I really liked, sound captivating and wanted to offer my listeners as well. Those voice samples, is this something that you're searching out or you're actually having somebody record it for you? I search out the samples uh, based on the subject matter and I'll go find a little clip. And if you edit little clips in your own way with your music, you can use them under fair use. Got it. Most of the song content, you've pulled it from the Bible. How do you pick and choose what you want to cover? I usually choose what I want to cover as I read the Bible and come across subject matter that strikes me as brutal or maybe dark in a way or something mysterious or something that has a strong statement behind it. Those type of words and, and, and verses within the Bible, I really, I really uh, as I come across them, I decide, okay, that's awesome. I would love to use that in a song. As I'm writing the lyrics, I'll reference back to what I was reading. And oftentimes I will quote scripture directly. And then many times I'll just quote it indirectly. Are you looking more New Testament or Old Testament? Most of uh, anything that I've quoted and written songs about subject matter-wise have come from the New Testament. But I'm not, not ruling out anything from the Old Testament because it's just as important. I think that's just the best, honestly, when you can get a non-believer interested in your Christian content because it, it gives you an opportunity to plant a seed. And, and that seed might grow later on. It might not grow right away, but that person might take what they've heard and it might grow into something spiritually in their life that brings them to the Lord. A different style for Hard Look comes out on a song you put together with an artist from Ukraine. You care to explain? So for, for the song Keep Your Heart, uh, teamed up with FHTH to do the song and it sounds a bit different from the rest of the songs you're going to hear from, from Hard Look. And uh, it's just more on the industrial side. Like there is lots of industrial influences in my songs, but I wanted to work with this artist, FHTH from Ukraine, because he also produces Christian music. And it's also that heavy kind of industrial style that, that I've always liked. So I was working on a song that I was just going to push on myself that was just more industrial driven than metal. And I, I was talking to uh, Slava, who is the driving force behind FHTH, showed him the track that I was working on and said, I just kind of offered it to him. I said, would you like to collaborate on this, this one song? I, I think we can do something pretty cool with this. And he was up for it right away. And I, I sent the song over to him as it was, and he added a little bit and I checked it out. And then he came up with all the lyrics for it which is fantastic. I love the lyrics that he came up with for the song. And then we broke it up into, into parts where he would have a verse, I would have a verse. There'd be parts with both of our vocals and parts with our vocals individually. And um, yeah, we just wanted to kind of blend our style together and, and it served as a way to kind of promote both of our ministries. And it's an amazing song. Awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, I, I wasn't really planning on getting into discussing the U.S. election, but the song, the Great Tribulation song lyrics say, Nation shall rise against nation, 
kingdom against kingdom. There will be wars and struggle and antichrists of many faces. So I've got to know, were both you and the Bible being prophetic? That that is that is from the Bible for sure. As as prophecy, I mean, I don't know how much I'm being prophetic. It was it was mostly just the way that I could lyricize the scripture um, to fit the song. So I wasn't really trying to to prophesy anything that was going to happen myself. It was really just my way of lyricizing the scripture in um, Matthew. Well, maybe I should have you sum up the motivation of hard look. Like, what is it that you want to achieve? Ultimately, I just want to be able to reach out to people who listen to the darkest, heaviest stuff that aren't necessarily seeking Christianity, but just a way to plant seeds where seeds couldn't be planted otherwise, I think is the best way to explain it. Well, Christopher, I really appreciate you coming on to The Antidote and sharing about the music of Hard Look. Yes, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure.